0: Everyone knows, on your television and your radio, a morning bus member, a part of the band, and we call him Fredo, he's the friggin' man. Yeah, is, man. Come on, it's Eric Freed time. It's uh, ESPN. Fredo, is side-by-side. Ravulously talented, Come on, sweatpants clad, Eric Freed.
1: ba da you know, I've been calling in for a long time when that is now considered a classic track. Yeah. we calling it on Monday mornings. It's like, classic. I, I now have a classic. Like, there's a generation of fans like, oh, no, I like the original jingle stuff. I don't like the new stuff. I know. You know? I know, man. I know. <laughs> I, feel, and, and- I feel so welcomed and uh, like I've hit a milestone that... Uh, that i never thought i'd hit so thank you
0: he is a uh, an accomplished mouth guitar player because you can hear him. <laughs>
1: and he i think every a- time we talk about that that's the only time like you know if you play that every once every three years that's when i get to use the phrase whammy bar because you know, <laughs> know, i'm watching pressure Luck and saying no whammy no whammy uh, yeah <laughs> hit the whammy bar so thank you for letting me say whammy how you doing freedom Whammy. Yeah. (laughs) I'm doing whammy. Whammy! Whammy! Uh, I'm just a little nervous that uh, Kelly Brown is running out of games. To talk about for the alliteration scoreboard week by week. I mean, we're almost at the threshold of having NFL games every single night with the way they're shuffling stuff to try to salvage a season right now. Yeah. Kelly's, do you. Kelly, Kelly's going to be run low on games on Monday mornings you uh, gonna, as we go along. What are you
0: going to do? I'll go to, go to badminton. You go to badminton? Have some badminton okay. games. Yeah, it's always <laughs> good to <laughs> throw that in there. Uh, Eric's made a career of that. <laughs> right?
1: mm. I'll do oh, it. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. No, what do you need? Hell, do you? think? I mean, it felt like with the whole Patriots thing, it, it part of this hail mary that it felt like the uh, the NFL did yesterday with this big schedule shift. Um, you know, and you just wonder what, what's going to happen here. We just saw the NBA successfully complete. Uh, a bubble. The NHL do a bubble. Major League Baseball survived playing in parks and some travel regionally, and they got into a bubble for the League Championship Series now and the, and the World Series to come. So the NFL, it just seems that they're still trying to figure it out on the fly. It feels like the Patriots have taken some control and some ownership, and we do know that there is a long time uh, conflict between. The Bill Belichick regime and the NFL that they're saying, well, you know, we're not going to wait now to say, okay, this is what the protocol you have to follow. Now, they're dependent on the NFL for a schedule change, but it right. certainly felt like there was no way they were going to play this weekend, that the players were going to sit out. It seemed like Devin McCourty, who didn't practice in that one practice for the Patriots, you know, he did not participate and it said not injury related, yeah. that the players were taking it upon themselves to protect them. Themselves and their interests and their health, because the NFL still seems like they're throwing, you know what, against the wall and seeing if it'll stick, and and it keeps sliding down. And yesterday was another example with how they've kind of pieced it all together. And there's you know a game tonight, there's a game Tuesday, yeah. the Patriots are now Sunday. So well, I don't know. This is the uh, this is the the delicate time for the NFL to see if they can keep. Pushing the pile forward, it feels like that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to push it into the end zone, and the Patriots are pushing back a little bit.
0: Well, I thought that uh, you know uh, we talked to Chatham last hour, and he was talking about how you know if the Patriots had played today, right? If it was a five o'clock game today, they really would not have had a physical practice the week before a game, which physically is dangerous for any team. And I was reading something yesterday saying, look, if this kind of thing continues to happen, the players will revolt. Well, it's going to be a disadvantage. Yeah, exactly. Well, you can get hurt though. Well, you can get hurt, but I'm thinking. Thinking, okay, well, my record is not. We could have won this game if we practiced, if right. we weren't just doing Zoom calls, you right.
1: know? Right. And, and really, Laura, you know, the only access we get are these Zoom press conferences with Belichick and some players. You know, you get bits and pieces, but just listening to Bill Belichick's tone in his most recent one, like it's hour by hour, and we're doing what's in the best interest of, of the players. And I, I sense a, a little, and again, you, sometimes you start reading between the lines. I wouldn't be shocked if Belichick said, you know what, You got, what do we want to do here? You guys don't feel safe to play? We'll forfeit a game. I don't care. Like, it, it's it's one of those things where maybe he's looked at it down the line and says there's no way we're going to play a 16-game schedule. You know, if, if we got to give something up just to make sure that we're all united in this room. But to your point about the player safety, yeah, if you're not practicing and you're not ready to go, I don't care if it's the Broncos or the Chiefs or the Jets or whoever you're playing, you know, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage, let alone that they were without their best offensive player when they made the day trip to Kansas the city. I mean, think about that. Like we're flying in in two planes day of the game. We're gonna play. Hey, NFL, can we have a bigger locker room? No, you can't. You know. So there's another thing that the NFL said. No, you can't have more room to spread out because you know you've got these close contacts and all that. That the Patriots just wanted to be healthy and safe. And then they flew back that night. Now you lose your best defensive player in Gilmore on Wednesday. Um, you know, and that, that puts everything on pause again. So, you know, the Patriots are at a disadvantage when you talk about specific players being taken out of the mix, but also for the rest of the team, being able to practice and feeling prepared for a game because all they've had is a glorified walk through or whatever it turned out to be this past week. You know, and, and the Patriots aren't alone. There's other teams dealing with this stuff. We're just closer to what we're seeing with the Patriots. But, um, you know, as of now, they will be, this is a bye week. Yeah. And, and, and it doesn't feel like you'll be there last week off okay, you know, with the way things are going. Uh, your
0: thoughts on LeBron's fourth title and the Lakers winning their 17th title?
1: Um, <clears throat> amazing accomplishment for LeBron. I mean, he just continues to find ways where he can stake his claim to that GOAT title. I mean, four titles with three different teams um, you know, I, I, heard you, you played that clip and I was watching the game last night. I mean, it was an absolute butt kicking. It was a coronation. Ah. And then I'm watching all the post game stuff. And you know, that the line that you played Kelly, you know, I want my damn respect too. I'm. I, I watched that. I'm like, okay, that's such a Michael Jordan thing to to say. If we all remember the last dance, like everything from Jordan was any perceived slight, anything that wasn't wasn't a slight, he'll turn it into a slight or he'll turn it into a motivation. So when LeBron says, I want my damn respect to it, it's like, who does not respect yeah, you?
0: Yeah, I don't get or, it.
1: <laughs> I don't. Like every everybody respects you, but I think it's kind of like that Jordan thing. It's just like, yep, that, that's, that's my fuel. You know, mm-hmm. no, no, people don't respect me enough. So that's my fuel. And I know there's this long debate, Greg, about well, who's, who's better, Jordan or, or LeBron. Uh, if you're of a certain age, you're going to feel like Jordan is better just because that's who you grew up with. And he won six championships in, in two different stints. And he was an amazing competitor. And now you're watching LeBron. How, how can you not look at him and say, well, you know, like it's a two-man race now. <laughs> if we have to pick one, I mean, I've always been like, why do you have to have one? Why can't you just say we're watching one of the greatest all time? Like I don't... maybe it's apples and oranges. But look at tennis, you know, uh, Nadal and Federer, like, oh, my gosh, you know, they both have 20. And then Federer comes out and says, you know, we're two different types of people. I wish every uh, wish the best for him. And it's just amazing that, you know, we both experienced all this. All of us as basketball fans, you know, of our age right now, we've experienced both Jordan and, and yeah. LeBron. And that's an amazing thing. And uh, just finding that little edge always seems to be what the great ones do. Jordan took it to a next level on the field. That that's what I felt like with LeBron Greg. Yeah. When he said that. It's just like I got I got to find something to put a chip on my shoulder.
0: I definitely don't get those arguments. I think it's ridiculous to have it. I mean, if we if we learned anything <clears throat> from, you know, bringing Rocky Balboa out of retirement to fight Mason Dixon, uh, it was a ridiculous <laughs> crazy right. Mason the line Dixon. It was stupid <laughs> and it shouldn't have happened. And and I I honestly feel like who's better LeBron or Jordan? Two different players, two different periods. Forget it. They're both great. I I it's a stupid argument. Doesn't make sense, you know. Well, it
1: was it was amazing in other non-LeBron news to watch Rajon Rondo, you know, just start making outside shots. That's something we always joked about when he played with the Celtics. And like, man, he can't make a shot. And then, well, he, he he sparked them last night. So he's got two titles: one with the Celtics, one with the Lakers. And he was a key part of what the Celt- what the Lakers were trying to do. It was also fun to follow the rise and the burst of stardom of Duncan Robinson from Newcastle, New Hampshire and yeah. we all know his story. Yeah. He was Newcastle in prep school, then he went and played division three basketball and then he went on to play division one in Michigan and he was undrafted and he's turned himself into an elite shooter. And you know, I encourage you if you haven't seen a bunch of the stories, they're great. You know, just talking about someone who just with hard work went from a small New England town to the nba Finals, so that was Crazy. that was fun to watch and the track all that too
0: a very small new england town uh yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Very, very small Greg kretschmar has yeah. seen every square I, foot of with his mic on camera <laughs> I, everybody i have it's a
0: very photographic uh <laughs> photographic town so uh all right so other than football i mean baseball is is, <clears throat> is in the final is in the final, final series four. who's the favorite who's the favorite here dongers technically probably Frito, right
1: I would agree with Dodgers and, you know, that's something they start tonight against Atlanta. Uh, you know, you would think with their pitching and the way they've done it, they should be able to get to the World Series. Uh, I will be watching that series just to watch and appreciate Mookie Betts, who's had a great year with the Dodgers and, you know, we think about what what was with the Red Sox? The Yankees Tampa Bay series was entertaining. The way it ended, and we talked about it last week with the, the bad blood there and the, the guy right. who Araldus Chapman threw a 100 mile per hour fastball at ends up hitting the home home run, Mike Rousseau, to give Tampa Bay the series and knock the Yankees out. So that was fun to watch. And now it's Tampa Bay and Houston, the team everybody loves to hate for what they did to win the World Series and the cheating scandal and Tampa Bay won game one. But I, I agree with Kelly. I think um, the Dodgers, um, I'd be surprised if they're not the team, but... Tampa Bay has been fun to watch. You know, a bunch of young guys, a lot of no names, playing with a lot of uh, a lot of confidence right now, as we saw in the Yankee series. So we'll, uh, I, I, I'm entertained by it. I, I think it's been great. I think baseball fell off a lot of people's radar. Um, just because of the Red Sox being so bad and then just the shortened season. So this is a good chance to, hopefully, now that the NBA's done, the NHL's done. I mean, like I said, NFL's playing every night, so baseball's going to probably have to compete against the NFL ratings. But, I,
0: do have, I do have Red Sox guilt. That I kind of just gave up, even before the pandemic. I I I it just knew they were going to suck. Yeah, yeah. well, well no, I knew going it, into it, they Frank. were going to be bad. But I was before up. that. I was Frank. right, but <laughs> I was before that. You know, I, I kind of fell away from baseball last year. It was before the whole they were going to have a terrible season. I knew that. I just I I feel guilty like I'm betraying my New England roots. That I just don't, I just don't seem to care about baseball as much anymore. I don't know. I feel bad about that.
1: Well, you're spoiled and I'm not saying that as an insult, but mm-hmm. when they go 86 years without winning a World Series and then they start winning multiple World Series, it's like, okay, that that holy grail was finally finally grabbed, but right. you know, it's this year was tough. You know, they got rid of Mookie, who was the most popular Red Sox player. Um Chris Sale was hurt. Um they seemed just to give up pretty early in the in this restart and say, well, you know, we're you know, they didn't have a pitching staff and yeah. I know they had injuries and stuff, but it was hard to watch. And um, yep. you know, it's going And here's the thing: to get you back, Greg, it's gonna, it's not going to be like, oh, it's spring training. There goes the equipment truck driving down the, to Florida. Yeah,
0: I know. It's That's not, not a long be that. Time. <laughs> It's, it's, gonna,
1: a it's time. not just like, hey, we're starting uh, fresh. We're gonna have a great year. You it, know, they they got some work to do. It
0: about. has everything. It has more to do with the pace of the game and and the time uh, more than anything. But you know, I still you know my brother's never he'll never give it up he'll never ever give it up he loves he baseball should've. loves the strategy of it you know whatever all right well uh what do you got this week we're going to see you anywhere this week working from the couch yeah i mean I've been,
1: uh, I've been i've de- been doing the covid dance i've had uh you know games off and on and games that i didn't even prepare for thrown on the schedule so uh as of now i've got um uh, games on ACC Network Friday, Saturday, and then two on Sunday, but that's uh, subject to change.
0: Okay. All right. TV If you turn
1: on the ACC Network, you'll probably see me doing something <laughs> All right. that Keep... I didn't know I was doing a couple of days before, but that's we are just got to be nimble, <laughs> there right? There you go. you got to be, be
0: nimble. I'm be able to move. All right. I'm nimble. You are nimble. I right, have a lot of just things. Like you are that. also you. nimble. All right, brother. I was, I
1: was setting up for Scotty to jump in on that one, but obviously he's taking a nap. So.
0: Yeah. I, I think a yeah, leak yeah, is the studio. Yeah, yeah a he's leak. gone. <laughs> it's yeah. Totally just
1: Not a I nap. Know. It's a leak. It's a leak. <laughs> All right, he, he couldn't well, stand it. He just left the room. Well, All right, we'll, <laughs> we'll you, he's up. back. He came back. And... Give him my love. Uh, Scotty, uh, I love Steve you so much. I know you. you can't hear me because you're yeah. not in the room, Eric but I love you saying, so much. Yeah, love so. you, Eric. He wanted to know where you oh, went. Oh, he's back. Okay. I love you, Scotty. He wanted to know where you went. <laughs> I, I got a phone call. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. All lying. Lying. yeah my totally phone call wasn't as important. I get it. All right. Guys, have fun! All right, brother. We'll no. talk to you next Bye. week. Thanks, Rito. See you guys.
0: You got it. That's Bye. sad. He starts talking to you, and you're not there. You're not <laughs> there. Sorry, I think he wasn't even in the seven. room. All right, quick break. We're coming back. Kelly's got
1: news. Next. Let's do something uh, swell when we're back in a minute. This.